and welcome to the Movie Podcast. My name is Anthony, and you're joining me today. Alongside me, though, are my two favorite hosts. Here's Daniel. Uh, hi, Anthony. Hey, Daniel. How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm not too big of a fan of the voice uh, that you chose to do on this episode, though. Oh, you know, it's Italian Christmas, so this is the voice <laughs> is that, that we do. Is that your December voice? First <laughs> episode of December, so you... This is 2022 voice. This is Italian Christmas Anthony. That's me. <laughs> and uh, over here we've got Shabazz, my best friend. I love him so much. Oh, hey, Anthony. Hey, man. How you doing? Uh, love you too, man. I don't know if we we're best friends, though. I think we're just more acquaintances, but I'm glad that you think that way. I, I don't know why. Like, you know when there's a bunch of, like, random Funko Pops for every different thing? <laughs> like, I could picture, like, Italian Christmas Anthony being a Funko Pop <laughs> that we that we released like, like, as that, merch. That's like a Target exclusive. Yeah, it's like a Target it's, it's, <laughs> You know, oh, it's a man, Zeller's exclusive here in Canada. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's a one, one area carries it's just it. the one. It's not even tied to the real Zeller's. Wow. It's just the one Zeller's that remains. Yeah, wow. Italian Christmas Anthony, and it's just you. It, yes, it's it's me, Italian Anthony. Yeah, Italian Christmas Anthony. My bad. For for those who uh, are be like, wait, is that actually is that Italian Christmas Anthony? It's, it's not. pretty convincing. It's very convincing. No, but it's just Shabazz here today. Oh, what's up? What's up? What's up? Anthony is under the weather today. And uh, he won't be joining us. Yeah. And uh, we decided, you know what? Let's just commit to not having him ever again. Yeah. I think this is a slowly kicking him off the show. I think people have been asking for it. Um, I don't know if you read the last couple of mailbag entries, but the first letter in each uh, sentence just said, Fire Anthony. Was it was it the Zodiac Killer writing into the show, by the way? Uh, you know, it might have been. It might have been. been. They did leave a lot of clues at the end. I also think maybe it's Anthony trying to get fired as well, too. Maybe, maybe it is. Maybe he's just like that. He's, yeah. Maybe he's a genius. We don't give him enough credit. Yeah, that's it's also true. And he's like, yo, what are the benefits on the podcast? I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, well, do I get health care? I'm like, well, this is a podcast. It's not a job. Like, yeah. I'm like, what are you talking about? So... Uh, uh, yeah, Anthony's not here today, but Daniel and I will do the job. We will carry his, uh, his his hosting duties today for yes, him. Yes, yes. We're going to carry it together. But as always, you can catch a brand new episode of the movie podcast every single Monday across all your favorite podcast services. And don't forget to follow us at the movie podcast on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Letterboxd. And leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Give us those five stars. Leave a comment. We'd love to read them out on the show as well. And join our Discord and all that stuff is down below. The most important thing below, though, is this email. And this email is hello at themoviepodcast.ca. We've been getting some traction on that email. Have we not, Daniel? Is we've, that- got, we've gotten some, some super hot fire on that email, ooh, as they like to say. Ooh, uh, uh, Fontia writes into the show. Oh. Wrote in using that wonderful email, hello oh. at themoviepodcast.ca. Oh, uh, do you want me to read it for you? You, you want to read it in Fontia's voice? I, you know what? Here's the thing. I don't know what Fontia sounds like. <laughs> All right. And I don't want to do Italian Christmas Anthony voice no, either. No, no, no. Uh, but Fontia writes into the show with her Eternals review and says, I really enjoyed it. It's easy to nitpick, but way more hits than misses. I am so angry I can't find a single commercial level film reviewer who didn't pan it. Any leads? Love the show. Sprocket. Um, yeah. I mean, I think Eternals was a very interesting film that came out a, a month ago. Literally a month oh my ago. Oh, God. It's been a month A already? month already. Um, it feels so long ago. We saw it in October, though, right? Is that why? We did, yeah. Okay, that's so, I mean, okay. we don't want to flex on people. No, no, no. I just, it's from, I'm not trying to flex. It was just generally like, why do I feel like I saw it a lot longer ago? Yeah. That's why. That makes sense. But, uh, yeah, I, I think Eternal's an interesting one. We really loved it here at the show. But um, it's also, I'm not surprised to see the different responses that we've gotten to it. And I think that's just kind of the nature of the beast and how movies are reviewed now, too. And it's... I think what we always talk about is that sometimes it feels like there's no middle ground. It's mm-hmm. either you love something or hate something. Yes. Or something is just allowed just to be in the middle and be okay. Anytime I've told people that I thought Eternals was good, and I just say the word good, they're like, oh, you hated it. I'm like, where did you pick out? Just good? You, you, where did you pick that? <laughs> like, why do I have to give it a 10 out of 10? I, I, can, I, can, I really enjoyed the film. I've seen it, what, two or three times? So I, I think I liked it. That, I think that kind of like sets that tone right there. But... I don't think it's the greatest movie in the world. I still really like it. Yeah. But again, everyone always... Wait, goes, it's not the greatest movie in the world? Yeah, everyone's like, wait, wait, hold, hold on. on a second. You don't think it's number one this year? Like, come on. Like, let me let me just like a movie. Yeah. I, I can be in the middle of it, or I can be just a little bit higher than the middle. But it's just crazy how people, how people jump to that conclusion. Yeah, it's the nature of the beast. And I'm sure once Spider-Man No Way Home comes out in a couple weeks, it's going to be a very <sighs> similar discussion. What do you... Now, here's the thing, Daniel notoriously 
a third Spider-Man film either doesn't come out. <laughs> yep, there's that. Or doesn't do well. We're here on the third Spider-Man film, and the signs of multiple villains is present. It is. And that's usually one of the first signs of the apocalypse. And How it, do you feel? It, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling interesting right now because this is probably the most ambitious superhero film Correct. made. Correct. And I, and I say this is... Here's the thing with Avengers Endgame and Avengers Infinity War. The Avengers films, we knew that they could work because we got the first Avengers, the second Avengers. We've got, we had Civil War. We had other team-up films in between. We're like, you know what? I trust the Russo brothers. We know that we can make this work. It's super ambitious in its plot and the time travel and everything that it does. That movie is crazy, but everything was building to it. Mm. We're going into a Spider-Man movie right now that is now, first of all, it's bringing in Doctor Strange. It's being the final, the, the trilogy ending of this the home uh, series. Of this home series. We know there's more coming. But it's also supposedly bringing back Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire and bringing back their villains as well, too. So it's literally opening up the multiverse to all the other films now. And yeah. that's why I say, like, this is ridiculously ambitious. I think this, I think we're going to love it. I think we're going to love it, but I also think people are going to be like, oh my God, this is. It's going to be a this lot. Is, this is a lot. This is like. This is like sensory overload yeah. of a movie. Yeah. But I'm also like, I, I just want to see what this movie is. Oh, yeah. I just want to see what this movie is. I'm, I'm, I'm very excited for this movie, mm-hmm. but I'm nervous as well. Me too. Yeah, there's always a, always a little bit of nervousness going into any movie. Because we know that they've also been playing their cards so close to the chest, yeah. even though with the leaks happening, um, I think the trailers are deceiving us a lot with oh, what's yeah. being shown, what's not being shown. So I think when we actually get to watch this movie... Uh, we haven't had a bad Tom Holland Spider-Man movie yet, nope. so I'm just so excited to see what this is going to be. And man, this is—it feels like so. A week from today, we'll be watching it. Yeah. Um. So I guess we could talk a little bit about our plans for uh, what our review is going to look like. Yeah. So the embargo for Spider-Man No Way Home is the 13th, so that's a Monday at 8:30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, which means that our review will go live here on the East Coast. At 1.30 a.m.? 9.30? Wait, what are you saying? 8.30? Let me double check what our embargo is. <laughs> would it be on 11.30? Uh, and maybe... Maybe I'm getting my times confused. Okay. That's I okay. might be getting our times confused. You know, yeah. it's very, it's very much it was possible. A, I think it was a later because the, the press event occurs later at night. Right. Uh, right, let's take a look and see. Right. Oh, yes. Plenty of courage. <laughs> I was going to go, the heart, Osborne. <laughs> go for the heart. Um, yeah, sorry. Social media reactions and review embargo lift on Monday, December 13th at 10.30 PST. Yeah, that makes more sense. 1.30 uh, PST. So the 14th for us. Here. PST, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah, that makes sense. Uh, okay. I know how time works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so our review will be out. Our review will also be spoiler-free. Of course, we are not spoiling a thing of this movie for you. No. Um, so you'll just be able to hear our... Our raw screams. Our screams and emotions and uh, we won't spoil any big plot points in the movie obviously no. but we will the following week on the Monday do a full spoiler we'll discussion do a, we'll do a deep dive we'll have uh, Tom Holland Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire on the show on the show they'll be in my house yeah, and they'll be <laughs> voiced by Anthony though oh no yeah, you know that's just, the only thing. just unsubscribe now hey guys I, 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 <laughs> I don't forgot. know who's... what voice is I doing before I can't it's remember it's me too Hey, I <laughs> hey, got the apps. You want the app, bro? Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy to think that we're this close to a new Spider-Man movie and a movie that I think is going to break all of our brains very, very soon. Very soon. Uh, but this movie also broke our hearts, but we'll talk about it a little bit later we will. on the show. Well, we'll talk about it a little bit later. But before we jump into our news, I think we should let the audience know we do have an interview that we're about to jump into right now as well. Hold on a second. Yeah. Another special guest? Another special guest. This is... This is, I mean, all of our guests are always special, but this guest right here, I'm a little shocked that we were able to talk to. Okay. I'm going to give you some clues. Sure. And I want you to figure out who they are. Okay. Okay. They're Canadian. Okay. Straight off with that. Is it my dad? It's, it's your father. Okay. Come on in, sir. Um, well, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> why is he waiting on the door? <laughs> He's a Canadian citizen, He's my a Canadian dad. Citizen, yeah. Yeah. He's born in Canada. Born in Canada. Okay. Not my dad. Yeah. yeah. Born in Canada. Big in the Marvel world. Okay. Okay. Writer, animator, okay, creator, okay, okay. 
<sighs> and yes, the last name sounds like they'd be related to the creator of Family Guy. I'm just going to take a wild guess and say, do we have Todd McFarlane we on the show? We have Todd McFarlane. My goodness, we have Todd McFarlane, Todd McFarlane on the show. That's pretty amazing. Toddy Max, as I Toddy Toddy Max. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll, we'll try calling him that. Yeah, yeah. And we'll see he how said, he responds. I don't want to talk to you, so get the hell out of this. <laughs> so you and Anthony had a great discussion with him. We did. Yeah, it's it's pretty surreal because you know Todd McFarlane, I think, is just synonymous when I when I think of what Spider Man looks like in my head, it's the way Todd McFarlane drew him mm -hmm. it's just so synonymous with spider with the big eyes the, like the webbing everything he's just that is the the most like definitive spider-man for oh, yeah. me uh so to be able to talk to the person who was behind that was pretty surreal and just seeing you know his involvement with spawn yeah with spawn mm -hmm. and uh obviously he's cre uh, he's credited as one of the co-creators of venom because mm -hmm. he was the first one to yeah. to, to draw eddie brock and the, the symbiote scene and everything like that it's pretty it's pretty amazing very very exciting this is a great conversation and i, I think every word that you guys said yes was shocking Shocking earth and <laughs> earth-shattering and newsworthy. There are a million news sites picking up our conversation when right you now. Asked, when you asked him to prove that he's a Canadian, yeah, I was stunned that yeah. he had his birth certificate on him. He did, and and, and I was like, oh, what's what are those stains on it? And he's like, oh, those are Timbit stains. Oh, I'm like, oh, okay. Dave, wait, hold on, yeah. Timbit's stains. Yeah, <laughs> I mean the Tim Beebs, You know, oh. he was he's just for some reason using it as a napkin <laughs> for his Timbits. Do you do you end your letters by just dabbing a Timbit? Yeah, at the end you know, of it? you know, it was like. Truly, my beloved, yeah. Daniel. It's like Doom. most people over here are, are melting wax, but Daniel yeah, yeah. over here is melting a Timbit. Yeah, I'm just, I just stick a Timbit. It's like, oh, oh that smells, uh, is, uh, smells delicious. Oh, chocolate glaze. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, we're, we're super lucky to have him on the show. So uh, it's a great conversation. This is, this is awesome. Also, just for our American viewers, Timbits are called donut holes in the United States. And I believe elsewhere in the world, I have no idea what they're called. Are they um like for the Tim Horns in the states though? They're still, they're still called, called Tim Bits. I okay, believe. good, yeah. good, good. Do you think they should have been called Bieber Bits? Bieber, I think that sounds like we're eating Bieber. Then that's true. Yeah, like little bits. Of Wait, Bieber. what are Tim Biebs then? Uh, well, there are bits of Bieber's. Well. Okay, good, yeah, good, good. Yeah. I just want to make sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But let's jump into that interview right now. How you doing, Todd? I'm killing it. And if I wasn't, I'd lie to you. <laughs> uh, how's your day going so far? Um, well, let me just say today is not the most opportune time to be doing all these interviews because I've got a big deadline for tomorrow and I got to get this cover done and I shouldn't be looking up as much as I am right now. <laughs> so I'll bring it down here. So, but, uh, yeah, I'm a bit behind on this cover, which is just a little bit of added pressure, but I'll get it done. I always figure it out. Actually, what are you working on, if you don't mind me uh, us asking you? Uh, just we got to go to print tomorrow for um, the Scorch number one. Awesome, uh, in the team okay. book. Yep. So that's awesome. Well, we just want to say thank you, of course, for for taking the time. I know you're a very busy person as well, too. But you know, we're such huge fans of your work and and the characters that you've brought to life over the years. Um, you know, Anthony and I were just talking to that, like whenever, whenever we think of like Spider-Man or Venom, it's your artwork that comes to mind, like their poses, their webs, their giant eyes. It's like synonymous about how we think about these characters. So thank you for that. Wow. Thank you for living this that long. Did you still remember? <laughs> you. So. I still remember going into Sears as a kid and buying my first like spawn toy. Oh, and yeah collecting them all but i didn't know like i was just a kid i didn't know what i was getting into and just that the, that you literally opened me up you're a huge part of my childhood learning about comics and like falling in love with your art as well as learning about that you were canadian that was like a huge part for me right uh, growing up um was, but yeah when i found out john byrne was canadian that was it i was yeah. like man that means canadians can do that yeah. <laughs> it's, go, it's go time Right up to that point, I thought the wall was 20 feet high. And then it was yep. like, Canadians can scale this wall? Shoot, here we go. We're going to invade. It's time for the invasion. <laughs> Let's get our toques on and we're good to go. Yeah, that's it. Um, Todd, I just want to start off with, uh, we're going to go back in time. So going back to when you first started working with Marvel and on Venom, did you ever imagine it becoming one of the most popular comic book characters of all time? Uh, the, the, the simple answer is no. 
Um, because if we, if anybody really had that kind of hindsight, then we'd have 20 of characters like that, right? If we could right. just create characters that we knew were going to be monster hits, why wouldn't we keep doing it, right? Oh, next month, let's do it again. And the next month. And so the it's it's an example of showing people how sort of lucky and haphazard sometimes uh, success can, can be. It just has to take some weird serendipitous sort of path. And next thing you know, if it works, all of a sudden everybody along the way looks a little bit smarter than they were during the actual journey because nobody knew what they were on. I mean, obviously now somebody's writing and drawn a Venom comic book. They know he's popular, right? Right. There's nobody, there's nobody in those first couple of years, David or myself or our editor or any of the other people that did it later, Eric Larson and Mark Bagley and some of the upper people. No, nobody knew we were going to be creating a billion dollar franchise that in, in the, in the, in the entertainment field that wasn't right. comic books. Right. Shoot. Cause like I said, we'd, we'd have 10 of them if we did. <laughs> it's so true. Do you have a favorite uh, cover that you worked on um, from your run on like amazing Spider-Man or on Venom? Like I always think of like 316 with like Venom and Spider-Man. Yeah, that was together. his first. I mean, again, I, I, in, in hindsight, I, I, for a long time, I didn't even think about it because again, you didn't even know that he was going to be that popular. So you didn't even know that that cover was going to then be touted as the first Venom cover. Right. right. Just, hey, he's coming back. Oh, might as well put him on the cover. Right. Just like you did with most villains at that point. Um, so there there are there are a few covers that, again, now that I know how much the fans have gone crazy for some of this stuff, I wish I had them back because I sold them <laughs> for five hundred dollars of hockey cards. Uh, it wasn't even cash. It was just hockey cards. And and I go, man, if I had that. I had that first Venom cover back. That'd be super cool. If I had probably the cover to uh, Spider-Man One and and, the, and Amazing Spider-Man Three Hundred. Those. If I had, if I, if I, if I could pull three back, you know, that those would be the three. Maybe the the Wolverine one where or the Hulk one where he's got Hulk in in his blades. Oh yeah, the reflection. I gave oh, I gave that one away for free. So wasn't even I didn't even get hockey cards for that one. <laughs> Uh, something I think with with Tom Hardy's Venom and like with Ruben Fletcher and, and Andy Serkis, I think they've really nailed the look of Venom now. You know, we've had some yeah. different iterations over the years and uh, with the Sam Raimi films and then across animation and, you know, in, in comic books now. Uh, as someone who defined the look of the character, what's it like for you seeing all of these versions now or interpretations of the character? Well, I, I mean, I'm, I'm biased. And, and, and again, every interpretation is about, it has its own value. Uh, but to me, and I mean, he was always big and imposing, and that was part of his appeal. Uh, besides, he looked kind of cool with his gnarly teeth and stuff. Um, that whenever you come across anything in life that's big, right? So if I come across your aunt in the middle of the woods, probably not that intimidating. I come across a grizzly bear, whew. Ooh, that's a big boy, right? So to <laughs> yeah. me, I just wanted him to be, I just wanted him to be like the grizzly bear, like the rhino charging at you, right? Like the big right. giant gorilla, you know, that standing up beating its chest, you know, like I saw in the King Kong movies, just something that felt different than a lot of the other sort of uh, rogues gallery of the Spider-Man villains at that point. Right, because there was, you know, you had Electro and Shocker and Stilt Man, and there were some goofy villains, in all honesty, that were back in that time. Uh, Craven was kind of cool. The go to was probably um, uh, Green Goblin. Uh, Hobgoblin, I thought was cooler because he just looked more gnarly to me. Um, mm -hmm. And and so, so I, I, I don't think, I don't think it's an accident that he's, he's sort of a badass and he's physically imposing. And that combination I think will always resonate. There's very few heroes and or villains that, that fall into that category that people don't remember. So. Is there any characters you're hoping to see on screen with Venom down the road? 
while you know Spidey would be kind of cool at some point, um, but they'll get there. Um, but then the but then to me it's it's now now you get away from people who fight like Spidey. So what what is a what is a, a Hulk Venom fight look like compared to a a Iron Man Venom fight? I think those are two completely different fight. Uh, mm-hmm. Even like a Doc Strange um, um, Venom, that's going to be completely different than those yeah. other two, right? So you just, to me, it's just like, oh, once I see the fight, I want to see sort of different kinds of fights, right? This one is just going, you know, toe to toe with another bear. This one is basically him, you know, fighting a serpent. And this one is now fighting, you know, a, a, somebody made a fire. Okay. How, like, it's all, you got to change the visuals of all of those right. to accomplish your goal. What are those going to look like? And oh, by the way, they're not going to look like the previous movie that I just saw. So to me, it would, I, I would want to just keep enough variety in there so that I was getting different looks at the same fight. For sure. And it's nice because we're in a time right now that there's no short of superhero projects coming out. So hopefully down the road, we'll be able to uh, see Venom uh, interact with a bunch more different Marvel characters. Uh, Todd, thank you so much. We don't want to take up too much of your time today, but uh, we're just so thankful to be able to talk to you. And we hope you get your cover done and we're, we're looking forward oh. to see what you uh, work on next. If uh, Scorch doesn't come out when it's supposed to, I'm pinning it on you guys. I'm throwing you under the bus. <laughs> okay. You can blame good us. Publi- name Any publicity is good publicity. <laughs> For us, so. <laughs> I'm doing their damn podcast. What podcast is that? So, yeah, we hope so, to have you, you so again. Yeah. Oh no, no. Uh, for sure, we should we should set up a time. We got a little bit more time and get into some goofy stuff. Oh yeah, cool. definitely. We want to, we want to pick your brain about Spawn one day soon. So we'll definitely hold you to that. All right. Be good. Wow. Again, the the interview's done and. Uh, I'm shocked and stunned and appalled that I wasn't there, but you know, everything kind of makes sense, but you guys killed it. I think a lot of great conversations were occurring and you know, everything went very, very smoothly. It did. Yeah. I think, you know, Anthony brought some great questions. I I don't think he needed to be as hard on Todd McFarlane as he had to be. Yep. I mean, man, this is just a fun interview. You don't have to start grilling this guy about his Canadian certificate. But I did like, though, that Anthony showed this drawing of his that he did back when he was, I think, three or four years old and said, hey, this is me drawing Spider-Man. Right. And then he said, if I fax this to you, can you sign it and fax it back to me? And then Todd said... I don't have a fax machine, dude. Yeah. He said, if you if this shows up at my door, I will have you arrested. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> if you send me that horrible drawing, yeah. I will kill you. Also, why aren't you doing the Italian Christmas Anthony voice? This is <laughs> well, December. <laughs> well, because Anthony recorded this episode next year. That's why. Yeah. yeah Anthony, he's, Anthony's he's already in 2022. That's he's why. He's ahead of us, right? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but Daniel... Now that we're done this interview, I think we can go back to the show. So let's let, hit me with some of these announcements that you love telling us about. You know, Shay, it's been a it's crazy to think that the last main numbered episode of the show was oh, so long ago, November 15th. And on that show, we got to talk to two other Marvel creators, Will Speck and Josh Gordon. So yeah. if you want to go back and listen to that episode, please do. Uh, we've been really lucky to have some incredible special guests in July. Uh, Leah McHugh, who stars in Eternals. Robbie Amell, who stars in Resident Evil. Uh, shout out to Rosie's Burgers and Pizza Pizza. If you Go listen to that episode to find out what we're talking about. Yeah, I feel like you had something to no, say. No, I was just going to say, what is Pizza Pizza? Pizza Pizza. So <laughs> no. think of Tim Hortons, oh, okay. but for pizza. Imagine if Pizza Pizza was in America. What, what would they call it? Pizza. Just this one pizza? Pizza with like a dot, dot, dot pizza. Oh, so Here dramatic. Thomas, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, there's also lots of reviews. So the reason why we haven't been doing our numbered episodes, one, because it was you know Thanksgiving in the States and it's a bit of a lull when it comes to movie yes. news, um, but also because we've had so many reviews coming out on the movie podcast feed in the last two and a half weeks between King Richard, Always Sunny, Hawkeye, Silent Night, Beatles. Uh, sorry, the Beatles get back and so much more. There's so many um, amazing reviews that you could listen to on the movie podcast feed. So definitely 
go check them out. And we're not done because we have commentaries coming up. We have lots of more reviews coming up this month. Like I said, we'll have our Spider-Man review very, very soon as long as well with The King's Man, The Matrix, Licorice Pizza, Nightmare Alley. There's so many reviews coming very soon, so make sure you're tuned in. Uh, I also want to say uh, we are doing a giveaway right now on social media, on Instagram. If you head over to Instagram or at the movie podcast on Instagram, you'll see that we are giving away a copy, uh, three copies, I should say, of no Time to Die on Blu-ray and 4K. So if you want to enter that and you want to bring Bond home for the holidays, make sure you enter now. That's all I got for you, Shay. Thank you so much, Daniel. You're welcome. Let's jump into the news. Feels good. Oof. Felt good to me. Do you think it felt better than when Anthony's not here? Yeah. Yeah, okay, good. There's no, there's no question. No doubt. Yeah. Our first news story. Yes. Bit of an, an odd one. Bit of a humble break. A bit of a bit of a humble break to put it number one. But yes. I mean, that's who we are, right? The podcast, aptly titled "The Movie Podcast," yes, had a solid, very solid 2021. We this did. comes from Spotify Wrapped. This is this is coming from Spotify. We have a great relationship with Spotify. We do Spotify. If you're listening to the show, just you know, just what's up? Just come on, say hello. You know, Daniel, can you give me some of these numbers that we had? Let me let me tell you some of these numbers, Shay. Yeah, I mean. So when Spotify rap dropped, yeah. on our feed, we had about 152 episodes that we put out this year. Yeah. Of those episodes, you know how many countries we were in? How many countries? 68. 68 countries. 68 different countries. I only thought there were three in this whole world. So this I, is so a did shocker. I. Yeah. I thought it was I thought we were in Canada. United I States. thought there was United States and then Ontario. Yeah. Ontario's not a country though. Ontario. See, that was my first mistake. That's your first mistake. Yeah. Yeah, it was basically Canada, United States, and Italy. That's all I. That's knew. all I knew. Uh, no, not even Portugal. Not even Port. Oh, Portugal. What is that? The I city. Don't know. Uh, but yeah, sixty-eight different countries, and our listenership went up nine hundred and ninety-nine percent this year. I don't. I, that sounds a little. <laughs> it sounds fake. A little, a little crazy. It sounds fake. It does sound fake. But I promise you, these numbers are real. Spotify sent us a scientist to our house. They did. And first of all, he was all like, I'm just a scientist. Yeah. Uh, but I've got these numbers for you. Right here. <laughs> I also want to say, so I want to break down a little bit more of the stats because Spotify Please. loves giving us these numbers. Uh, our most listened to review this year. Do you have any guesses what it could I be? I have a guess. What's your guess? Dune. Your guess would be correct. Baby. Dune, baby. Dune, our Dune review was listened in 57 countries. How many continents? I don't know, but we're on six <laughs> continents right now. What, what continent are we missing again? Uh, Antarctica, where there is probably no electricity. I want one listener in Antarctica. Go on a trip I want to, to Antarctica. Plant, plant our flag. Plant, <laughs> plant the Antarctica, movie podcast flag yeah. there. Uh, so Spread our, the word. So our show made some new friends and new places, and we got our first stream And guess how many countries, Shay? Oh, 15? Uh, 23. Oh, I wasn't too far off. Yeah, you weren't too far off. I'm glad it was a bigger number. Though. Yeah. Uh, so the places that gave us our first listens this year, Lithuania, oh. Honduras, oh. Japan, Hello. Austria, Hello. and Angola. Hello. Yeah. So lots of new listeners everywhere around the world. Our hours of listening ship went up. Listening ship? Is that a word? Listenership? Listening? L hours of Hours listened? Hours listened. 511%. Wow. Our followers went up 675%. Wow. And listeners and streams went up 999% again. What um, what could we do to get to the thousand? <laughs> I think I think Spotify just stopped tracking. They're like, it, we don't we, we don't know anymore. We this is for three uh, decimal places only, and we <laughs> cannot go any larger. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, it goes without saying. This is this is a monumental year for us. And if you're listening to us right now, um, that means the world to us that you do. Yeah. And no matter what platform you're listening to us on, uh, we're just so happy that you do. And if you're listening to us on Spotify, thank you especially because you're giving us these great stats. Anytime I've ever told people about the podcast, they typically jump to Spotify. Yeah. So that's that's awesome. I mean, um, I'm glad you listen to us from anywhere and we su support any app that you want to listen to us from. Right. Um, but most importantly, we just, we're just so happy that you support us. So across the 152 episodes, Shay, yeah. Spotify did give us a calculation of how many minutes of content we've made my goodness 5,122 mm -hmm. minutes which how, i think is half the length of house of gucci that is yes and how many days is that that equates to about 86 hours of content which then equates to i guess almost four days about nearly four days uh, yeah nearly four days of the movie podcast days, so if you yeah. want to if you're sick for a few days this year four days start from the very beginning of our 2021 20, content 
and just go all the way to the very end. I think that's a that's a fair thing to do. I think that would be a great thing to do. Yeah, really yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah. Once this year is finished, though, we'll we'll add the additional episodes because I'm really curious to see how many hours of content we dropped this year. It's funny we were just talking about it last week, and then Spotify told us. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely wild that we uh, seeing these numbers. I'm yeah. just so proud of us. Yeah. Yeah. I I'm again absolutely blown away and and super grateful to everybody that's listened to us. One hundred percent. We're just three dudes from Toronto. Um. Who, with a dream, with a dream, with a dream, with a dream, and we've got, uh, we've got here. I, I'm sorry, I was getting a little uh, choked up. Yeah, there. you got. It's yeah, it just yeah. you get caught up in that moment. You're like, oh wow, people, people it, like it, listening to us. It's cool to see the traction of the things that you do take off, right? And uh, people, people know that I'm not white. That's what I. I mean, when we call you Shay, yeah, for sure. It was uh, it was my girlfriend who was like, yeah, you know, you guys just sound like three white dudes on a podcast, and I'm like, I think people know that Shabazz isn't a white name. She's like, yeah. no, the way you say your name is like, hey, I'm Shay, and I'm like, really? That's what a white guy sounds yeah. like? Well, I I, haven't, I don't think I've met a white man named Shay before. No, that sounds like a is that a Clint Eastwood movie? <laughs> white man named white Shay. Man named Shay. Oh. It's part of the uh, Man with No Name trilogy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that man's name was Shay. They just, he just didn't he tell just him. Shoots him right away. Yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, guys, thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. This is a uh, 2022 is going to be nuts. Oh, you think we had special guests this year? Yeah. We're st- guess who we're starting the year off next year with? A little hint. Yeah. She rules England. Oh wow! I, I was going to go with Barack Obama. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know Barack Obama when he puts the list out of his favorite podcasts yes. and shows. Yeah. We're going to be on it one year. One year. Yeah. He's going to be like, I love those. Uh, that's the Samuel L. Jackson impression. That, yeah. yeah, I wasn't sure what yeah. I went. I, went I, I was doing like I, I, I was doing an old man first. Yes. I was like, I love those folks at the movie podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that was. So, I I just want to let you guys I can't know. Do a Barack Obama. I can't do a Barack Obama no, impression either. No, that's fine. But you know who can do a Barack Obama impression? Who's that? Somebody out there. Some- <laughs> Anyways, the next story is Spider-Man No Way Home swings to record advanced ticket sales as movie theaters keep wary eye on the Omicron variant. This is coming from Ruby. Re- wow. <laughs> Rebecca Rubin. I apologize, Rebecca. And KJ Yasman from Variety. I thought you were going to break into Ruby, 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 Ruby. <laughs> I debated it for sure. Uh, movie theaters across the globe have been experiencing a kind of pent-up demand that hasn't been seen in a while. At the center of stratospheric anticipation is everyone's friendly neighborhood website who takes the spotlight in Sony's Spider-Man No Way Home. When tickets went on sale on November 29th, a.k.a. Spider Monday, some online sites crashed because they had trouble keeping up with demand. Some? Some. All of them. Yeah, we're going to get into our story about this in just a second. Uh, Hundreds of showtimes sold out immediately, leaving theater owners to hastily add as many additional screenings as their venues could realistically handle. But the movie faces an adversary even more threatening than Dr. Octopus or Mysterio. Why? Why? That's my my New York accent. Okay, gotcha. Because these are New York villains. You're right. You're right. Right? Uh, Omicron, the newest strain of COVID-19 that is spreading... Uh, around the world, potentially ushering in a new spike in cases. Though there's little known about the variant, it could deter people from indoor activities like going to the movies. Impressively, it's keeping up with films that premiered prior to COVID uh, prior to COVID nineteen, resulting in Fandango's best first day advance ticket sales since 2019 superhero smash Avengers Endgame, which ultimately debuted to a head spinning 357 million. On Fandango, No Way Home is actually outpacing blockbuster titles such as Infinity War, Far From Home, The Last Jedi, and The Rise of Skywalker. This was also Cineplex's record-breaking. It was, it was record-breaking for them. For, it was. For advanced set, ticket sales in Canada. It was something getting these tickets. I like. I think. Let's when, let's let's. I think it's story time. Yeah. So yeah, this was Cineplex's biggest pre-sales ticketing launch ever. Crazy. Um, Anthony and I were at the screening of West Side Story. That's true. And I think so. When the first trailer dropped, you and I were already together, thinking, okay, if these tickets stealth drop, well, we've been ready. We've been ready for. We've weeks. been ready. Um, and then they went on sale Cyber Monday at midnight. We were Spider already Monday. Spider Monday. We were already all of us synced, ready to go, trying to buy tickets because we heard it was going to be midnight. But Cineplex didn't say anything. We didn't know what was going on here in Canada. And then we saw the world go on fire in the States with them trying to get their tickets at midnight. Um, And then it started coming out like, oh, maybe it's going to be noon for Canada and Cineplex. And 
the morning of that 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 Monday morning, Anthony and I were at a screening of West Side Story, and literally we're just shaking with anticipation because we're like, okay, the screen's at this time. We should be out by the time these tickets go on sale. Uh, but even in the theater too, like I was just so, first of all, the theater was very cold. Mm-hmm. So I was already like kind of on edge up, yeah. and tense up. And then we're like, okay, these tickets, these tickets, these tickets. And we kept refreshing, refreshing, refreshing and nothing. And then as soon as we left the theater, it was five minutes to 12. There's like a line of like 50 people already at the actual box office at the theater because mm-hmm. inside tip, if you want to buy tickets without any issues for a major film, go to the theater and buy it. 100%. If you're able to be at the theater to buy tickets, that's where you want to go. Yeah. Because... No server issues. No server issues because it's all internal systems there, right? Yeah. We're going crazy in our end, and you and I are talking, and then you're doing... You have your own thing going on in your so end. I'm, I'm working, and I also have about four... I have three laptops and an iPad and my phone going on. And a partridge in a pear tree. It was close. It was very close. And I'm like, okay, I'm on. I'm gonna be on 5G on one of them. I'm gonna be on the Wi-Fi on the other things. Maybe this will increase my chances. And not only did we have to buy tickets for ourselves, but we're buying for friends and family. Yeah. And I think the ridiculous amount of tickets that we had to buy was like close to 18. I think. That's that's so. That's the thing. We were trying to go and saying we know we're gonna have friends who want to come watch this with us. Yeah. And we we've always kind of been designated the ticket people because designated we're we're, we're we're in we're 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 zoned into that right. We know the the haps. Yeah. So. It was a it was a mess. So I, I just started going on and I get in. I get in, Daniel. I get a whole row to myself. I'm like, oh, this is beautiful. This is perfect. This is what I wanted. The seven o'clock show? Perfect. Bye. No. You that, can't you can't do that, sir. Can't buy. These tickets have been taken. I beg your pardon? Okay, let me just move up to the row in front of us. Oh, you can't leave a seat in between you. I have not left a seat in between me. What are you talking about? This goes on for maybe what feels like six hours, but it was probably only 15 minutes of just me trying different combinations and recipes to get this thing to kick in. And I know you're trying on your end. We can't really message back and forth because, well, you're in the app and I don't yeah. want you to leave the and app. And we don't want to leave it because it, yeah. it was just weird. It's like at the end of the day, I didn't even buy through the app. I bought through the website on my phone Yeah, because it was just that chaotic, that chaotic of the world. Literally, all of Canada was logging into Cineplex at the same time. Oh, yeah. As a lot of people. Oh, yeah. Luckily, uh, we're, we got the 7 o'clock tickets. Yeah. And we're also going to see the later show as well, too, on the yeah. Thursday. So we're seeing a 7 o'clock show, a 10 o'clock show. Yeah. And then we're also seeing it. Press screening. The press screening. Yeah. And we'll probably see it a few more times. Oh, yeah, easily. That, you know? My brother saw Endgame about eight times in theaters. Wow. What's the most you've ever seen a movie in theaters? Uh, probably like four or five, I think. Yeah? I can't think of any more than that. Maybe... What were you? I want to say so six times. Six times. Six times. It? it was Dark Knight Rises and okay. the First Avengers. Okay. Yeah, six times. Oh, and I think I think I saw Homecoming five times. Okay. Yeah. Maybe Homecoming saw a couple times too. Yeah. yeah. I, I I can't remember, but yeah, I'd say the average is four to five. Right. Yeah. And eight, I haven't done yet. But it's been a while since we've done it for a movie, though. That's why, like, it's been like two years since. Two years. Yeah, two years since we've seen a movie like multiple times yeah. opening week and yeah. it's exciting i'm just glad listen i think if you were there's a lot of show times so you're you're going to be able to see the movie and there's also there was a lot earlier screenings too so there's screenings from like three o'clock yeah all night long every theater all is going to be playing long. this movie so you're going to be able to watch it is this going to be the first billion dollar movie yes yes it is i think this may come close to the avengers opening weekend because it's opening in china as well at the same yep. time pending again there is a pandemic going on, mm-hmm. and this new variant is out. But I'm really curious to see. I think this is going to break some records. This I think so. In two I think weeks. this is going to be the first billion dollar movie in the pandemic. <sighs> Crazy. I'm just, I'm just so excited. Like I can't believe it's, it's, it's coming this soon. Whew. What are you? I guess we'll, we'll, we'll talk closer because I guess next week's episode in the movie podcast, the show, the show, the the numbered show. Ah. If we do one, yeah, which we should be. we should be doing one as of now. If you're listening to this, on or sorry, if you're listening to next week's episode, we're probably maybe watching Spider Man at that time, right? Crazy. I'm jealous of our future selves. Yeah, you know, I hate those guys. I hate. I already hated those guys. Yeah. 
jump to the next story? Let's let's you let's know what? Let's in. let's let's leave the Spidey hype because we got some more Spidey We've hype. We got later. some people who don't like Spider Man. Probably it's true. <laughs> who are like get to the next story. <laughs> That's what they sound like. Uh, Nicholas Cage to star as Dracula in Universal monster movie. Renfeld. Also, um, he also voiced Spider-Man in Into the Spider-Verse. He did. He uh, Spider-Man Noir. Yeah. This is coming from our good friend, Borskit. Borskit. Nicholas Cage has made a career of biting into his roles with seemingly reckless abandon, even as he strayed further and further from studio movie making and sunk his teeth into indie cinema. Now, in a deal sealed with a vampire's kiss, Cage is returning to a big studio movie and will play the meaty role of Dracula in Universal Pictures' monster movie, Renfield. Nicholas Holt is starring as a titular character, the Vampire Count's infamous acolyte and henchman, in the feature directed by Chris McKay, the helmer behind Amazon's The Tomorrow War and the Lego Batman movie. Damn, what are your, what are your thoughts on this Nicholas Cage vampire story? I'm in for it. I, I, I think Nicholas Cage is just one of the most fascinating actors working today and to see him return to like a big studio movie where it's cause it's been a while since we've seen that. Uh, I'm here for it. And for him to be playing Dracula, I'm just going to only imagine what he's going to bring to this role, the shenanigans, the absurdity. I'm, I'm here for it. Um, interested. That's going to be directed by Chris McKay because yeah. last we heard he was developing a Nightwing movie. Yep. I'm assuming that is not moving forward right now. Yeah. Um, I would have even loved the sequel to the Lego Batman movie, but it looks like that's also not happening now yeah. that it's uh, at Universal, yeah. those movies. so Which is also, this is a Universal movie. There you go. So that makes sense. Um, yeah, I mean, it's cool. This is cool. I, I really like Nicholas Holt as well, too. Um, this also kind of gives me vibes of, like, you know when we would see movies in, like, between, like, 2010 and 2013? It'd be a lot of those random, like, fantasy action films, like... Vampire, like Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter, Hansel and Gretel. Like we also had Dracula starring uh, Luke Evans. Yeah, like it. It kind of reminds me of like of movies Luke from Evans. that era. So I'm just, I'm just hoping that this is uh, we've learned from our mistakes of the past. Yeah. Then we because uh, that forward. was like a that was like the Fast and Furious style of movie making back yeah. then too, where it was just flashy, flashy, quick zooms, and it was yeah. I think it was following in the vein of like Underworlds. Yep. And Van Helsing yep. and Resident Evil of those of that time period, right? Yeah. So the movies never really uh, were committed to their craft. So yeah. I hope that this Dracula film really takes it that way. Do you think it's going to be a modern film, or do you think it's going to be like a, a time period, like a period piece? I don't know. I, I wonder if they they jump back and forth because that'd be interesting too. Yeah. I mean, we'll see what we're going to do. I mean, I wonder when this is going to come out. If Pop- it even comes out. If it even comes out. But uh has some great ingredients already. Yeah. So we'll see what the actual meal tastes like very soon. Mm, I don't like any of that. Yes. There's <laughs> lots of blood. All right. Well, let's jump into some trailers. 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 See, we don't even need that. We don't even need anything. Who is he? People already are like this episode is so much better. Why? Yeah. And what is the reason? What's what's the ingredient not in this? Yeah. What did they take out? Ah, oh, they took out the awful. Yeah. You guys Anthony. took out the bleach. You, you this is a steak. You, you don't need bleach. bleach. Yeah, we didn't need that. Yeah. <laughs> God. Oh God. We're so sorry. All right, our first trailer is actually a little bit of a sneak preview, a first look at Spider-Man Across the Universe Part 1. Now, this kind of Caught us by surprise in a way where the day before, you know, Kent Powers tweeted it, Chris Miller tweeted it, I think Phil Lord as well, just was like, hey guys, keep an eye out tomorrow. I don't like the voice you do for these people. Well, that's all their voices combined into one. Oh, okay, gotcha. That's why. Yeah. Uh, is that what an om- Omicron is? Omicron yeah. is when all the voices in your family combined into one. Gotcha, okay. Um, and they said, you know, keep an eye out on Twitter tomorrow because there's going to be some shit that going to drop. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Shit it dropped. dropped. Shit dropped. Shit dropped, and it was great. Yeah, I was going to say it's hot shit, it but I was like, shit. that doesn't sound... I don't no. like this shit this analogy. Sound, I don't like the... Let's yeah. stop with the shit. Yeah, let's stop with the shit. And uh, jump to it. It looks unbelievably oh, yeah. amazing. Oh, yeah. Um, Starts off right away. We're hearing Sunflower. Like, we're, we're back. And then... The ending of the first one, right? Ending of the first one, but Miles also looks older. Yeah. And that I was like, oh, he, uh, our boy's growing up, you <laughs> my know, boy. Uh, my boy. Uh, and then, yeah, and then we see Gwen Stacy kind of drop into his room and then they're just talking and then they go off on an adventure, on an adventure. And the animation style, even more animation styles introduced. We oh, see yeah. um, uh, Spider-Man 2099. Was it Miguel O'Hara? Yeah, I believe his name is voiced by 
Oscar Isaac, and he looks like big, like he almost has like a, a venom look to him. He does look a little bit bigger, yeah, like yeah, a little bit more meatier. So I'm curious if there's like something going on there. This one's a crawl, called Across the Spider Verse. So, do you think we'll see any connections to Tom Holland, Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire? I think we'll I, see it in this. one. I think we'll see it in this one. Yeah, yeah. I think they the, they reference things pretty well. They referenced it really well in Into the Spider Verse. So why not reference it in this next coming one? Um. Some other amazing, uh, like, just looks. Facts and tidbits. Yeah, like, just, we're seeing them go through a bunch of different, like, uh, worlds. Um, and then we see, like, like when he's uh, swinging, it looks like, they, like they're in, like, somewhere in India or something where you see, like, the Hindi word for, like, thwip and stuff like that. And, like, just, just different languages, too. Like, it just, it's like those little details that they include in here that's just there's amazing. The, there's a moment where he's swinging through and it kind of reminded me of the old Hanna-Barbera cartoons. Yeah. Where you'd see just the, the the background would always be this very static, yeah. noiseless, noisy image. And it kind of felt like he was almost transported through that as well. Yeah, it looks... It looks beautiful. Like, this is a movie that you're like, man, I just cannot wait to watch this. Like, and I made me want to watch the first one oh, yeah. immediately afterwards. And it's a, the, we love Into the Spider-Verse. I think Into the Spider-Verse is one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah. Not just superhero movie, not just animated movie. In, in general. One of my favorite movies of all time. It's on yeah. that list. Yeah. Absolutely I, incredible. I'm right there with you. The, uh, again, the animation looks great. I also didn't expect to see this much of the movie. Yeah. No, this was a solid clip. I think Sony loves giving really long trailers yes this will definitely give in front of no way home mm-hmm. there's no doubt in my mind that this will play in front of no way home mm-hmm. um yeah like it looks incredible oh yeah i'm just so excited and the first one was such a amazing like it didn't it did okay at the box office yeah I it, wish did, it did better it, it, but i think now that we're seeing this one this one's going to do even better. i hope so yeah I- this was supposed to come out in april now it's yep. coming out in october yeah so right on my birthday well no, it after. was it was supposed to be my birthday now it's your yeah. birthday well they realized they're like yeah let's move it yeah let's move it let's yeah. not do anthony's birthday no <laughs> let's uh this movie's not done yet yeah. let's not release it yet <laughs> we can't we can't we can't birthday. we don't want to do it it's not it's not ready yet it's not it's not done <laughs> the next trailer we got was the matrix resurrections this is a really cool trailer it's a deja vu trailer and it's like interlaced and intercut with like different scenes from the first three matrix movies so I thought this was a really cool trailer. It got me really hyped. I'm excited to watch this. I'm excited to rewatch the first Matrix again with you because I know you haven't seen it really well in a while. The last time I watched the first Matrix movie was five Did years ago, maybe. Did you have a beard back then? Did I have a beard? I, mean, I was maybe trying to grow one. Maybe. Yeah. But we definitely watched it. We like, watched it? We watched. We synced up and watched it. We did. I know for a fact we did. Because it was before, inside, before I moved houses. And it was before I moved house that we watched it. Interesting. Yeah. That's possible. It's definitely possible. It's definitely possible. Yeah. But this time we're going to try to go watch it in IMAX with the re-release. Yeah, the, the IMAX reissue. Yeah, that'd be a lot of fun to go watch it there. Yeah. We also got another trailer for Sing 2. Or the first trailer. Wasn't it? Well, we saw like clips and stuff. Well, right? Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, so yeah, the first, yeah. Like, that's real, what I meant. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. So the first official trailer for yeah. Sing 2. Looks fun. Yeah, looks cool. And we got a prologue for Jurassic World Dominion. This is pretty much what played in front of Fast 9. Yeah. During, uh, wow, that was like forever ago now. It was June? Yeah. That was in June or May, June. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. Nuts. I'm so excited for this movie. Me too. I just, I, again, it's it's one of those films that because it was supposed to come out basically last year or yeah. this year, um, if I'm like, oh my God, that's still not out yet. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I'm telling you, 2022 at the movie theater is going to be wild. Yeah. It's going to be a wild year. It's like every other week a blockbuster film's coming out. Yep. Yep. Um, my favorite parts of the Lost World were when you know we get to San Diego, yeah, get to see the dinosaurs in the world. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited for this movie because I want to see dinosaurs now in the world, just killing people and eating. Interesting, them. interesting. Yeah. Now, Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom, yeah. we were fans of. We enjoyed it, yeah. But we there are also, um, I think, some really solid criticisms in oh, that yeah. film as well too. There's, there's definitely like again, this is one of those movies where we liked it. We liked it. Yeah. But we're aware that there are issues in it. For sure. I do think, though, it is the best looking Jurassic movie. It's very cinematic Oh, my looking. God. The cinematography. Like, I, there are so many visuals I can remember from that movie. Yeah. I just I just think of that last shot of them leaving the island when it's exploding. Yeah. And you just see, like, the dinosaur who's left there. Just, a little brontosaurus. Uh, yeah. I was just like, oh, and he's I'm just, like, sad in the smoke. now. Yeah. And then even, like, the opening sequence with the, with the T-Rex kind of, like, hunting and chasing. It's just you see, like, the lights just flashing and he's getting closer and closer. Yeah. Really good. 
Very good. Um, yeah, I'm excited to revisit these films because uh, we love dinosaurs. We love Jurassic Park. And yeah, this is coming out in June. June. Oh, my God. It's so I far. Know. Well, actually, you know what? January, not, February, March. We're closer to, to the new June. Than we had the last June? Not really. No. We're like at the same, same position, if, if anything. Yeah, but we can't go backwards. See? Anthony's already in 2022, so he's yeah, Anthony's probably a month away at this yeah, point. That's why he's not here today, because he's, he's in his time <laughs> Guys, I'm watching Jurassic, uh, Jurassic World today. Yeah. And out this week, West Side Story. West Side Story is out this week. If you want to catch our review, you can right now. Anthony and I uh, gave it a glowing review. You did. I listened to your review. Oh, what would you think of it? I thought it was great. And the- I thought that when you guys name dropped me about mm-hmm. musicals, I agreed. <laughs> I don't even remember what we said. You said that... Yeah, I'll speak for Shay. Oh, yes. Uh, but, you know, I, I, we don't like movies, musicals that much, so I don't think he likes them that much either. And Do- I'm like, Daniel, what happened? And I realized I was playing the episode in half speed. Half speed, and I was also, I decided, let me pretend to be Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. It was this, this weird app that I was using. It yeah. wasn't Spotify or Apple I don't like it. It yeah. was, uh, it was uh, hey, Stallone podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it just Stallone's every podcast. Yeah, Stallone wrapped. <laughs> Um, but also later this week, uh, something we're really excited to announce as well, too, if you made what? this far into the show. Another special guest, because why not? This Friday, uh, we will be releasing an episode with David Alvarez on the show, who plays a Bernardo Ooh, in that? West Side Story. And what's great is, spoiler alert, he was like him and uh, Ariana DeBoss, who plays Anita, phenomenal in mm-hmm. this movie. They were, my, they were the standouts in this movie for me. So being able to talk to David is awesome. Uh, born in Montreal as well, too. So fellow Ooh. Canadian. Um, so look forward to that later this week. I'm excited to go watch West Side Story. Is it this week I'm watching it? This week, yeah. Yeah. So be prepared to to be doing your snaps. Oh, I was like, what, your, is what am I doing here? Yeah, your, your snaps. Oh, and I've your, already got my snaps ready. Songs. Yeah, I can't wait to sing. The soundtrack dropped, too, on so Friday. Pretty. Yeah, <laughs> so it's just been stuck in my head as well, too. Good, good, really good, beautiful good. film. Well. That's amazing. Daniel, what have you been watching? Uh, I mean, I know that we probably haven't... It's been three weeks. It's been three We've weeks. We've watched yeah. a lot, but I, I'm sure you put down the the meat of everything. I put the cream rises to the top, as oh, I say. Oh, good. Uh, something we haven't been able to talk about on the show, Belfast. Yes. Um, I watched Belfast a few weeks ago with my father, and what a damn good movie. I really wish we got to see this at TIFF. Um, you know, scheduling-wise... Uh, we weren't able to go see this at TIFF. We did see uh, Kenneth Branagh, though, at our Dune screen. So, if anything, we, we did see it. We got to see the man who this movie was who directed by and also inspired by, by the yeah. life. Um, Belfast was a beautiful film. It's out to watch now. You could rent it to watch at home on Cineplex or on iTunes or whatever streaming service. Um, Belfast, phenomenal. The performances in it, um, just the story. It was just so beautifully done and beautifully made. So, I, I highly, highly recommend it. I see why it won the People's Choice Award at TIFF. And I could really see it being a big awards or Oscars uh, contender next year. Uh, of course, you could listen to our reviews now of The Beatles Get Back, Silent Night, House of Gucci, King Richard, Hawkeye, West Side Story, Always Sunny Licorice. Uh, oh, those ones we can't. We, mm. They're not out yet. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of reviews you can listen to on the feed right now. Uh, Tick, Tick, Boom, we both watched. Mm-hmm. Uh, really great film as well, too. Really liked it. I'm very. I was very surprised by it. You know, this year we've had a lot of musicals. Yeah. N- some that were not so great. Yep. Some that were great. really great. Um, Tick, 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 Boom is one of those directed by Lin Manuel Miranda, starring Andrew Garfield. He was phenomenal in this mm-hmm. movie. Uh, not Spider Man though. Very surprised. He wasn't Spider Man. He was a man in New York City, but he, he was wasn't a man Spider-Man. in New York City. Yeah. yeah, but he was not Spider Man. But some yeah. some great songs in this. Uh, you know, I just think of the therapy song with him and Vanessa Hudgens. Yep. Just what a Standout scene in this great, movie for me. Great movie. Um, great performances from everybody. Great performances. Really, I really implore you to go check it out on Netflix. You could watch it right now. Um, Licorice Pizza mm-hmm. and Nightmare Alley. Mm-hmm. Movies we've seen mm-hmm. and we'll have reviews out very soon. We've already talked about the movies yeah. to each other. We have. And we could we could talk about our, our thoughts on them, but I also want you guys to listen to our reviews. Listen to our review. Yeah. So we don't want to give away the, you know, we don't want to give away the goods. Yeah. Um, also, in preparation of the King, new Kingsman film and Spider-Man, obviously, I've been going back and watching the Toby films. Watch the first Kingsman uh, this week as well, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's just there's so much coming. It's it's crazy to think like okay, we're in December and we still have Spider Man, we still have the Kingsman, we still have Matrix, and even more films coming this month. Nuts. So absolutely a nuts. lot to listen to. Uh, Anthony didn't write in the document. No, his what he watched. So we can assume that he just watched nothing. Yeah, as yeah. as usual, he probably just sat there and 
cried. Yeah, that's that's what he does. I think yeah. when he's not on the show. Yeah. I love that he doesn't listen either. So we can say everything. we could insult him all we want. All we he'll want. never know. No, he'll never, never know. know. Yeah. What did I, you watch? Eh? I watched Hawkeye. So we're already up to episode three right now. In the time that we've had, I'm telling you it's king, it's kingpin, man. It's kingpin, it's, baby. I don't. <laughs> it's kingpin. It's kingpin, baby. Imagine that's his first line on the show. <laughs> hey, Clint, it's kingpin, baby. baby. Hey, oh. you wanna come over here and this say a, hello to your father? This is a new, uh, this is a new take on this character. <laughs> Vincent D'Onofrio really <laughs> swung for the fences with his performance as kingpin. Oh my god. Hey, baby. <laughs> It's Kingpin. Oh, they call me Kingpin. <laughs> Kingpin. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. Uh, yeah, Hawkeye, House of Gucci. I'm still watching Sopranos. One year, I'll finish it. Uh, Beatles get back. Tick, tick, boom. We watched Ghostbusters Afterlife. Our review is up for that. I want to go see Eternals again. Uh, King Richard. I watched Steve Jobs again because I fucking love that movie. I love Steve Jobs. It's such a damn good movie, and it does not get the respect it deserves. No, it doesn't. One of my all-time favorites. Oh my as god! Well too. The performances, the writing, such a damn good movie. It's it's funny though because like there's an, another universe where there's another the movie podcast, and they're like, yeah, that Steve Jobs movie that was directed by David Fincher, starring Christian Bale, wasn't very good. <sighs> Could you imagine that That's living in that possible. universe? That's not possible. Well, that movie is going to be fantastic too. You know, I always like you always as wonder. much as I love. Steve Jobs, and I love that movie. I always do the what if, because, man, knowing that it was going to be Christian Bale, knowing that it was going to be Fincher, I can only imagine. There was something. There was something there. And, and knowing as much as we love this one, imagine if it was. Oh. Yeah. But maybe this was the best version we were going to get. This is the best version. You know, we got it. Always Sunny, Nightmare Alley, Licorice Pizza, Spider-Man 1 to 3, and last night I rewatched The Amazing Spider-Man for the first time since theaters. So first time since 2012 you're watching this movie. Almost 10 years. Almost 10 years. Wow. Oh my God. Almost 10 years, right? Where are your thoughts with it? Um... You know, I, I try not to, not to be too vile or evil, and of course... I mean, I, you could just say negative. Uh, you, you, I mean, how deep are you going to go? I'll just be negative. I won't be vile. Racist. <laughs> uh, no. Um, I, don't, I didn't like it still. I still did not like this movie. And I, and I went in to watch that movie super excited. Um, and I'm, you know what? I, I'm kind of glad that I, I didn't like it in the sense that like, it lets me know that, hey, I'm not just like, a huge fanboy that like, will love everything. Like, I, if there's right. criticism, it's due or it's due. And I think there's some great moments in the movie. I love the suit reveal. I love the first person shots. And there's some just some good chemistry. Yeah. That occurs sometimes. I think, I think, um, Peter and Gwen, their yeah. dynamic is really fun to watch. Yeah, yeah. And also the lizard fight in the school. Yes. The lizard great fight moment, in the school yeah. is a great moment. But overall, the film just is very slow. Um, some scenes drag on for too long. And, kind of feels very flatline at certain points. Like it never really picks up. And a lot of the different reveals and story choices they take, like uncle Ben's death is so weightless in my opinion. And, mm-hmm. I, and I hate to compare it to, you know, the Tobey Maguire movies, but that felt like, man, they got into a real fight, you know, big hard decision. And it was a, it was a larger than a gas station robbery, you know, like, right. it, it felt like, there was a lot more connective tissue there versus you know Andrew Garfield going to get a chocolate milk and then the thief just hooks him up with a chocolate milk and then runs and shoots Uncle Ben. It just felt weak. It felt weak and it felt like a lot of the movie feels like a retread. Yeah. Of like, okay, let's let's literally do the same thing again but different. And I think that's what dates these movies a lot as well too. There's there's something about movies that came out between twenty ten and twenty fourteen. Yeah. They kind of have a very similar look and feel to them. Yes. And that was also the era of like the young adults movies being made and this this movie feels like a lot more like it's going to towards like the young adult the more of an indie type feel yep. to it and obviously you have mark, mark webb Web. who's directing it you're going to get that vibe but i don't think it always works for spider-man and i think that's why um especially when we got to amazing spider-man 2 um it felt more like a studio movie yeah. because it felt like the studio was just giving notes Try to course correct yeah but i mean it is one of those films that i always think about uh when that sony leak happened and you see kevin feige um, that email of Kevin Feige, who was basically writing notes about Amazing Spider-Man, saying like, "This you should do this, or this doesn't work, this doesn't work." It just makes me look at him like, "Damn, he just he just understands he who knew. this character is." And I think us going back to it, it's even harder now because we know it comes afterwards. Yeah, we know that we have a Spider-Man who gets to play with the Avengers now, and who's uh, who is looks like a kid yeah. and is younger and is hitting these things that we love about Spidey so much. Um, 
so like when when I when I see sometimes people saying like oh like Amazing Spider Man is still the best take of Spider Man or the best Peter I'm like I don't think I like I I respectfully disagree I yeah. definitely think there's there's elements I think really work but we haven't had Spider Man like we've had in the last five years Tom Holland is what Spider Man is in the comic books yes right and especially with even with Into the Spider Verse too like yeah. we were getting Spider Man what which is true to what this character should be. Yeah. Um, so I'm really excited for us to revisit Amazing Spider-Man. Oh my goodness. Too. I'm very excited for that too. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. It was just, it's just a lot of, I, I think he was just too neurotic in the movie too. Like, oh, yeah. oh, oh, like doing a lot of those things. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I don't know. And the, the ending crane sequence is so cheesy in my opinion. Yeah. Like, hey, hey boys, like let's get the cranes ready. Yeah. It's, you know, you mess with one of us, you mess with all of us. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. it's like, again, Doing what Retread. we did. Yeah. Everyone, everyone in New York City sounds like an NPC in a video game, eh? <laughs> like, hey, what's going on here? Also, um, I'm I'm really not a fan of the last line of this movie. What's when, the uh, last line? Where uh, the teachers like when I guess Peter does something and uh, the teachers like, oh, don't make promises you can't pe- keep, Peter. Uh, and then uh, and he looks at Gwen and he's just like, but those are the best kinds. I'm like, dude, her dad just died, man. Oh, yeah. You promised her dad that. You're not gonna see like see, see her. her anymore. Yeah, it's like, but now you're lying. You lied to her dad. Yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's just really, it's just a it's weird, really weird it's a weird way to end the film. Like, I felt like it was trying to be like almost like a Twilight moment. Yeah, like, like Twilight, like vampire Twilight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they go like, oh, we're edgy and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, those are the it best is, kinds. The the movie just it has like this. Like, Hold on, Spider Monkey. Like this. <laughs> this like overall you know that 2012 look yeah and it just has a skin of spider-man on it because right. it felt like there was just a template of movies of that era yeah and then they're like oh we'll just make this one a spider-man one yeah i feel like i also like i also weirdly think about this i've seen about three times three or four times since seeing it in theaters right um and i and i remember liking the movie when i watched it um and i'm i've probably lesser on it now only because of what we've had after the fact but it's also funny to to think I'm like man this this movie just reminds me so much of like the demos that you would see like at Future oh, yeah. Shop at Best Buy like you just see it on the TV, on the over, TV and over over again loop, yeah. the same like uh, sequence and, and I didn't like the the parent subplot either yeah like, there's no like, need for that it's there's no just need for silly that. yeah and then you find out in the second one they're like yeah they were experimenting with Peter's blood so it's like yeah but then you're taking away the fact that he just a kid he was just a kid who got bit by a spider not something that was pre his parents were spies and that it opens with the the plane I'm like what is this movie yeah there's no need just, for this it's not not for me but i understand that people love the amazing spider-man and i and i appreciate that but i'm so ex- uh, but i think you're wrong <sighs> no i'm just kidding no you're wrong you're wrong we'll say the I'm wrong you kidding. can say the wrong um but like i can't believe andrew garfield's gonna be maybe coming back that's awesome maybe coming back i just don't believe he's also the spider-man that would get bullied his peter parker was a little too handsome he would bully people yeah yeah <laughs> he was just like he was just too good looking he I was, was like, very good looking. like toby mcguire is can also be a good looking guy but as peter parker he just seemed dorky yeah uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, like yeah, his, he, his, he seemed dorky, like, yeah. and he kind of seemed vanilla, but like, yeah. No, I, my uh, was when you said he was a good-looking guy. Like, I, I didn't like. <laughs> he's kidding. not an ugly dude. No, he's not. A, he's just Tobey no. Maguire. He's just got bulging eyes, though. Yeah, and then Tom Holland. I and, and here's the thing: I like the way they handled Tom Holland being bullied in, um, yes, in Homecoming and in Far From Home because it's they're still like friends and people you have to deal with. Your, it's a lot more yeah. realistic. Where it's, it's a lot like, more realistic. It's like people just like. Like just kind of throwing insults at you. It's yes. not like I'm a school bully. Yeah, like, and that's the thing that bothered me too when I was watching Spider-Man Three this week. Yeah, Tobey Maguire, Peter Parker is in freaking university, and there's guys behind him shooting spitballs at him. Yeah, like spit wads, spit balls, yeah, spit balls, spit balls, right? Yeah, I was like, what? Or like somebody shining brought, a light. Somebody brought like a mirror. Like, I'm like, is mirror. that guy a dentist? By the yeah. way, he has like the. He's he's shining the light. I'm like, dude, Peter. Very Parker. silly. And also, Tobey Maguire looks like he's 40 years old yeah. and. Spider Man three, very, very. Silly. I'm like, and you're you're bullying an, uh, an old man at this point. Yeah, and then and a very then, strange choice. And then you jump to Amazing Spider Man, and like it's like the really old classic bully of like, yeah, tall white dude. He's probably a skinhead. Yeah, and then he, he looks, just, like- yeah, and then he just <laughs> he's grabbing the dude and like forcing him to eat. He's like everyone's crowding around. I'm like, listen. That doesn't fucking. Happen. That doesn't happen in high school, that man. That doesn't happen. Also, the the basketball scene where Peter's just that like, was the most awkward did, and cringe moment. Did as well. people not know? People must know he's Spider Man. Like, how he, how does somebody jump from half court? Yeah, destroy the basketball net. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, yeah, it's, uh, and like, it's such a weird moment to show his power. Because because also Peter makes Peter look like an asshole, and I get yes. that's the point. But also like, 
Yeah, it's not it's not a nice moment no, though. No. Like you don't want to like you know. No. It's so scary. I'm gonna say skip it. I'm gonna say <laughs> <laughs> banish uh, it to the uh, Spider Verse. Yeah, banish it to. Oh yeah. Um, but that is all that we watched. That's all that we watched this week. There's probably more that we forgot about. Oh, definitely. I I cut out a lot of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Well, cut the shit out, Jay. Cut the shit. But again. That's all we have to talk about today. This is, I think, a much better episode already than Anthony. I would undoubtedly say so. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. We had a we had a special guest on the show. Yep. We spoke about our ticket troubles with Spider-Man. Yep. And a week from today, <laughs> let me tell you, life's going to be very different. Yeah. We're getting closer and closer to the end of 2021. And we want to thank everybody who's listened to us so far. 2022, we're going to come back a lot stronger, mm-hmm. a lot better. Yeah. Probably with a different host instead of Anthony. Right. I think that's, I mean, if you want to be a host, send us an audition tape. I was, I was tape. about to say, send us your audition tapes. Hello yeah. at the WePodcast.ca. Let us know why you why, should be the host. Why we should kick Anthony off yes. and have you instead. Yeah. And, and be vile. Be be as vile as you want to. Yeah. That You're given our permission right now. Yeah. yeah. Send bonus, pictures Bonus if you points to. if you're not Italian. Yeah. But extra bonus points if yeah. you are. Interesting. Yeah. So you want to cut him deeper by replacing yes. him with another Italian. Yes. <laughs> What's uh, Adam Driver doing? Maybe he could reprise his role from House of Gucci. <laughs> I think he's running with the horse right now <laughs> for his Burberry commercial. <laughs> oh, man. Thank you so much again for listening to this Monday's episode of The Movie Podcast. Again, you can follow us at The Movie Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Letterboxd, and Make sure to write in at hello at themoviepodcast.ca. Go ahead onto whatever. I don't know what accent I'm doing right now. You're, you're slipping whatever, into it again. Whatever app you're using. Whatever. Whatever you want. Just, just do whatever it. Whatever podcast app you're using, go ahead and give us five stars on that app. Leave us a comment and tell us how much you love us. Because we'd love to read it out as well. Again, that was this time with the movie podcast. And we'll see you next. Next.